1: And welcome back everybody to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Tuesday, August twenty fifth edition. Ten game slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a great Monday. Seven game slate was a doozy. Uh, some fun pitching. Remember, Valdez absolutely dealed. If you uh, if you realized last night with Valdez's strikeouts, Lynn's strikeouts, there's a reason we target certain guys because even when they give up some runs, they get us the fantasy points and the fantasy goodness. Uh, good to see Kyle Tucker keep breaking. Uh, lots of good stuff there. The Diamondbacks offense is putrid. Fun times there. Uh, lots lots to look at there. But, again, fun night. Saw a lot of green screens the Fancy DGN Slack chat and the Rotoballer Premium Slack chat, so come join all the fun there. Fancy DGN Slack chat is free. Just send me your email. They hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick, or come join Rotoballer Premium. Use promo code Bubba to get 10% off over there. Tons of great content, tools, the chats, all kinds of goodies over there. So check all that out. And lastly, if you give a rating and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits, that would mean a ton to me. It would help me out a lot. That's all I'm asking for on this lovely little show we do here Monday through Friday. All right, 10-game slate, top-heavy pitching, interesting in the middle. Uh, Fun slate, though. Fun, fun slate to break it all down. Let's look at the totals on your slate. Cubs-Tigers waiting on that one. Tyler Chatwood is coming off the IL to help the Cubs out. Uh, Yankees-Braves waiting on that one because Ian Anderson is getting called up. The rookie is making a start versus Garrett Cole and the Yankees. Uh, You got Twins-Indians total of eight. Angels, that's not there. A's-Rangers total of nine. Reds-Brewers, eight. Pirates-White Sox, nine. Royals-Cardinals, nine. uh, Mariners-Padres, eight. We're waiting on the Giants and the Doyers and a couple others there. So keep all of those in mind. But uh, very, very interesting slate to come at you with tonight. Let's talk about the pitching on this slate. There are six guys, nine can above. There's three we'll take a look at. We're not going to play Chatwood. I get it. Great matchup versus Detroit. Not sure where he's at. If you want to in a multi-entry GPP, yes, go for it. Get some Chatwood. See if he bounces back to that pre-blow-up form, pre-entry form, and can get take advantage of the Detroit Tigers. Not paying 95 for Urias. Not happening. Luis Castillo not paying 96 when I can pay a little more for another guy. So we'll start at the top. Shane Bieber, 10-8 at home against the Minnesota Twins. Yes, it's a steep price tag, but yes, it's the best pitcher in baseball. Shane Bieber's averaging over 35 DK points per start. He faced the Twins in the second start of the year with eight innings, eight shutout innings, three hits, no walks, 13 strikeouts. That is pretty, pretty, pretty good. He's given up no-horn runs in four of his six starts. He's been electric. Eight or more Ks in every start, 11 or, K or more in four of six. He has a f- over 43% strikeout rate this year. That is uh, nothing to slouch about. When you look at the Twins, very good team. They strike out 25% of the time versus righties. 243 average, 200 ISO. 200 ISO is good. 326 Wobas, not bad. 243 average isn't great and a 25% K rate. So even if Bieber gives up a few, he's still going to be able to get you some runs. So that's pretty strong. Yes, Beaver on 12K on FanDuel. Just discuss this with Joey P on the Line Start Pod. That's a little more difficult, especially when you get to the next couple of guys we're going to talk about. They're a little cheaper than Beaver at 12K. So it's a little trickier on FanDuel at 12K. On DraftKings at 10-8, sign me up. All aboard that train. Now, when we look at Garrett Cole at 10-6 at the Atlanta Braves, really strong spot here for Garrett Cole. He hasn't been quite as dominating as he's been in uh, most years. He's given up a home run in every single start. We talk about it, we joke about it. He does it. He struck out eight or more in three straight starts. So the strikeouts are definitely there. Facing a Braves team that might get um, Acuna back tonight, which is nice. There's still a lot of swing and miss in Acuna's bat before he got hurt. And the Braves are striking out 25.6% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hitting 278 with a 206 ISO. So when they're hitting it, they're hitting it well, but a lot of swing and miss. So even if he gives up his, his home run or two, like we're accustomed to, he could definitely um, get the strikeouts to back that up. He's uh, $1,000 cheaper, than Bieber on FanDuel. So Cole's much more appealing on FanDuel. or on DraftKings. I want Shane Bieber over Garrett Cole. That's kind of where I stand on that scenario. But the guy that's all the value, he's 10-4 on FanDuel. He's 97 on DraftKings. That's Lucas Giolito. Lucas Giolito looked like the Lucas Giolito of old last time out. Seven shutout, 13 Ks against the Tigers. The Tigers can do that for you. They definitely can. Because he's coming off a bad start against the Cardinals before that. But then face Cleveland, face Milwaukee, pretty strong stuff there and even against Cleveland twice. So he's pitched well. As his bad starts, Minnesota, somehow the Cardinals. That happens. 9700 bucks is a great spot for Giolito. Again, facing a Pirates team, we target over and over and over again because they just struggle versus right-handed pitching. 25% K rate, 210 average, 116 ISO. Not a lot that scares you. Like Gregory Polanco could run into one. He could also strike out four times. Uh, you got Colin Moran, same thing. Like you have Adam Frazier... You guys go down the list of guys that Josh Bell, they have so much that just doesn't scare you at times in that order. If they run into it, sure. If g on, he's going to dominate this team. So on FanDuel at 10-4, phenomenal savings. I'd, I'd lock him up in cash and GPPs over there. On drafting, at 97. No problem with him in cash. I think he's a phenomenal GPP arm. I think he's a great pivot off of Bieber and Cole, who's super popular. I'm even going to try to make a Bieber and g lineup, see how that looks later on today. So uh, g at 97, I'm a big, big fan of tonight if you're paying up for pitching. If you're sliding down for pitching now, Adam Wainwright's $8,400 in cash. Uh, I could go with him. GPP, not so much just because the the ceiling's not there, but the floor's been there, 16, 16, 22. He's been very, very consistent at getting the job done, going five or more innings in every start, two or runs or less in every start. Just not a massive strikeout arm. He doesn't do that anymore. It's just not in his repertoire anymore. But you're facing Kansas City, who I like at times, like I love Dozier. I like him again tonight. Solaire's a very good GPP option. Whit Merrifield's swinging a very, very good bat, but they're not lighting the world on fire, He's striking out 24.5% of the time versus right. He's hitting 236, 166 ISO, 302 Woba. They're average at best, below average for the most part, versus right handed pitching. They're really not getting the job done. So, uh, an Adam Wainwright in cash at 84, I can see as having that very sturdy floor, a little bit of upside. So, not a ton there. Brandon Woodruff's a conundrum at 82. I'll be honest. That we know the stuff's legit. Cincinnati's kind of hot and cold. I just don't think I'm gonna go there. That matchup versus Luis Castillo could see a lot of different ways that goes. I'd rather save money and take some gambles on a guy like Herman Marquez outside of Coors at 8000 dollars Something we like to see there. He's averaging twenty one points on the road with the point ninety one whip at a one nine three ERA on the road compared to six eight seven ERA at home. His road starts at Seattle, seven innings two earned four Ks. Um At Oakland, six innings, one earned 8Ks. At Texas, five and two-thirds, one earned 6Ks. A lot better on the road. He's 8K tonight against Arizona who we just saw just poop themselves against a very good matchup against Castellani. Now they get uh, uh, Mr. Marquez. They're striking out 20.5% of the time versus right. He's 247 uh, average and a 145 ISO, so not overly shocking and not overly great versus right-handed pitching. So a guy like marquez at 8k he's also cheap on Fanduel. i think he's 8400 he could be your cheaper gpp arm on Fanduel. he could be a gpp sp2 or even potentially a cash sp2 for DraftKings. so i think marquez at 8k is very in, in, intriguing uh chris paddock at 7800 bucks at home against seattle is very gpp viable don't trust him in cash but gpp because if he ever just turns it on and stops uh Giving up the long ball. He's given up a long ball every start except his first one this year. And um, his strikeouts haven't quite been. There only five or more Ks uh, a few times. He's not hes not really striking out the big 9, 10K type games. He's just not there, which is very, very frustrating. But he is facing Seattle, a team we can pick on at times. Striking out 23% of the time versus righties with a 237 average and 151 ISO. So Paddock in the GPP at 78, I could see. I'd rather Marquez at 8K. I think he's at the higher ceiling in that matchup. So that's where I'd go in that one. And then, if you're punting, Marco Gonzalez at 66 is interesting. He's, um, I like the Padres' offense a lot, but Marquez has been pretty steady outside of a blowup at Texas. He pitched great against the Dodgers in LA. He's faced Anaheim twice, faith, uh, pitched very well against them. So it's, it's a punt. That's the best way I can put it. It's, it's not, uh, it doesn't make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside when you look at San Diego versus left handed pitching. Um, Only striking that 22% of the time, but only hitting 230 with a 198 ISO, 321 WOBA, so it's hot and cold, and uh, Gonzalez has reverse splits, so remember that when you're breaking that down, but you can look at uh, Marco for a punt if you need to. So the pitching I'm targeting, Bieber, Cole, Lito up top, those are the big three, obviously. I think Lito's a great pivot off of them if you want to go there. He's got the best matchup out of the three. He's the cheapest out of the three, coming off a phenomenal start. Uh, Bieber's the top play against, uh, Cleveland, against Minnesota. It's risky though. It's very, very risky, but G Lito, uh, all three are good plays. G Lito the one I like to kind of pivot off of and go there. Uh, Wainwright's interesting in cash at 84. Don't mind that Marquez, uh, GPP and cash viable against Arizona paddock GPP only. And then Marco Gonzalez, if you really need to punt, but I would try to avoid that if you can. All right. The bats on your 10 game slate catchers position. Um, you're not going to pay up a catcher's now. Let's put it that way. If you are uh, James McCann at 42 against Stephen Brault, not too shabby there. He's but he always hits lefties very, very well. Otherwise, you just keep saving like a Ronnie Chirinos against Manaya at 37. We liked uh, we like picking on Manaya, so keep it going, uh, Mr. Ronnie Chirinos. In that one, when you look at the Texas Rangers, um, they uh, they're not the biggest offense in the world right now, but we know Sean Manaya. Is an absolute mess um, at Manaya. Where are you at? There you are. Lefty's hitting 284, righty's hitting 295, and there's a lot of thump coming against Manaya these days. So keep an eye on them. Uh, sliding on down some more, though, you can take the the cheaper play at uh, Trevino of Texas at 34. He's hitting fifth last night. He's uh, more of a bat than a catcher. So he's an interesting option there against Manaya for a little cheaper. And then you just keep on sliding down. You're looking for value when lineups come out and whatnot. Um, maybe Tucker Barnhart versus Woodruff at 3K if you need to. My punt, kind of cash game punt. Uh, we've used him last night. I got you eight more points. Victor Caratini at 26 versus Turnbull. Pretty good value on that one. I, I like that quite a quite a bit in a pretty decent matchup. First base, you got first base outfield Cody Bellinger. He is $5,700, but he is on absolute fire right now. He is getting Johnny Cueto, who's um, you know he's pitching well, but Bellinger six homers in his last 10 games. Um, he's averaging over 13 DK points in his last 10 games. Starting to finally get it going. That's a very, very strong sign for the Dodgers. A team that, um, when you look at uh, Cueto here, um, why are they not on my list? That is not good. But quato uh, has been shutting guys down for the most part, but limiting the damage. This is how we'll say it. He's limiting the damage. So Bellinger at 57 is very, very intriguing. Uh, Matt Olsen at 53 versus Kyle Gibson. We, we are going to pick on Kyle Gibson. I mentioned we're stacking that game. The A's have a 5.1 team total. Lefties, 340. Righties, 330 off Kyle Gibson. Olson could definitely go to Ding Dong City tonight. But uh, the, the big stack of the night is the Chicago White Sox for Steven Brault. Uh, the White Sox have a 5.6 team total. Lefties, 299. Righties, 338. Jose Abreu is up to $5,000, and he's worth every single penny. So keep him in mind. Uh, Luke Voigt to 44. He's crushing righties. He's had five homers in his last four games, hit safely in 10 of his last 12. Just stroking the, the ball, really hitting towards the top of that Yankees lineup. Facing the rookie Ian Anderson, and Voight hits righties very, very well. So 4400 for Voight is a nice price point. Wilmer Flores, first base, second base eligible versus Urias at 43 Is in play if you want to go that direction. And then you start saving some cash at first base. Hunter Dozier at 39 versus Wayno. Don't mind that. A GPP, Dozier's um, going to keep, keep hitting, folks. Enjoy him while he's cheap. Um, if you are fading Marquez, Christian Walker in a GPP at 37 is intriguing. Went deep last night. Um, very intriguing. Not a must play by any means, but intriguing. Uh, Danny Santana's first base outfield eligible is 3,600. He's cheap on FanDuel as well. Um, switch hitter against Mania. Nice cheap option there from Texas. And then other than that, you know, like Candelario's 33 versus Chatwood. If you want to fade Chatwood, I get it. You can go that direction. Evan White's 25 versus Paddock. If you think Paddock's still broken, Evan White at 25 is an interesting GPP play at that price point. All right, we go to the second base position now. You got Mustakas at 51, GPP only, but intriguing versus Woodruff. Catel Marte at 47, similar to Moustakas' thoughts there. We got Wilmer Flores at 43. You can definitely go there um, or just save some cash. Go down to the likes of – there's a punt that I'll basically go to, but Cronenworth's 45. Versus the lefty Marco Gonzalez, we'll see if Cronwell's even in the lineup, but he's on fire at 35. But my punt is Colton Wong at 33, likely leading off for the um, the Cardinals versus Matt Harvey. Uh, he's hit he's hit safely in like eight straight games, I believe it was seven or eight straight games. Uh, swinging a really good stick, he's stealing bags. He's is he's, uh, he's walking a ton, so he's on base well over 40 percent of the time right now. So he's going to set the table tonight against a uh, Matt Harvey in a game where the Cardinals have a 5.14 total, second highest on the on the slate. So they're going to score a lot of runs. He's going to be leading off for them. It's a really strong spot to get Colton Wong at $3,300. Good savings. If he wants some Cardinals action, the Cardinals will be very popular tonight. Colton Wong is a good piece of that at $3,300. Mentioned um, a few others, like if Brennan Rogers in the lineup is only 31 He hasn't been playing much, though, but keep him in mind at 31 Kipnis is cheap. Uh, Nick Madrigal is supposed to return tonight. He's twenty nine hundred. Another cheap piece of the White Sox. If you want to get there, so keep him in mind. Third base, you got J Ram versus Hill thirty fifty five hundred. I get it. I get it because uh, Rich Hill is uh, very bad, very bad right now. So you, if you want to attack him, go for it. I'm not running to attack um, the Indians because their bats are so so inconsistent right now. But lefty's two forty eight, he's three hundred three versus Hill. So you can look at a J Ram at fifty five but I'd rather go Maddie Chapman at 53 versus Gibson. Uh, we mentioned the A's team total 5.1, lefties 340, righties 330, and Chapman's been very, very consistent right now. He's been more consistent than uh, Maddie O. That's for sure. He went 0 for last night with a 12, 16, 7, 30, 11 in his previous five games. So 5,300 for Chappie. Don't mind that at all. Aaron versus Alex Young. The Rockies are in a strong spot tonight. They're outside of Coors, unfortunately, so, so they like to let us down in those scenarios, but – Really good look here for the Rocks in their matchup versus Alex Young. No problem going that direction if you so choose with Arenado. Machado at 48 has been absolutely on fire. He's in a great spot versus Marco Gonzalez. Moncada at 47, he's kind of the forgotten man in the White Sox. Not one of my top targets there. It's Anderson, Abreu, Eloy. But Moncada very strong play as well as the White Sox. Should just go to pound town on the Pirates tonight. Uh, Saving some cash. You could go Tommy Edmond. He's been kind of quiet of late, uh, but he did put up 14 points last night, so that was good to see. Um, He really hasn't done too much before that, so maybe he's waking up. Maybe Matt Harvey will help with that. So Tommy Edmond's at 43. is a guy you could look at. Gio Schill is always a nice, cheaper piece of the Yankees at 42. Kyle Seager versus Paddock. If you're not on Paddock, Seager at 38 is very nice savings in his matchup. uh, Longo's hitting the ball well at 38 as well. I'd probably rather go Seager, but both are uh, in play. Uh, Ty France at 34, a cheaper piece of the Padres if you're going to attack Marco Gonzalez. Willie Castro is only 31 for the Tigers versus uh, Tyler Chatwood. So if you're not on Chatwood, Willie Castro is a nice cheapie, five or more points in four straight games. He's uh, not lighting the world on fire, but pretty consistent if you just want a decent floor with a little bit of upside. And then I will mention he was out of the lineup yesterday. Wasn't exactly sure why, maybe just getting a day off. But Alex Paredes, who had 11-0 and 20 in his last three, uh, he's 2K, 2K for Tyler Chatwood. So if he's in the lineup, that's a pretty cheap square for you. Shortstop is very, very top-heavy. The value is not great at the shortstop position. So you're probably paying up here tonight. You got Tatis at 56, but Tim Anderson versus a lefty at 54 is always gold. You got Trevor Story versus Young at 52. Story went deep last night, home and back-to-back games. I like Trevor Story a lot tonight at 52. Anderson and Story, my two favorite shortstops by far, but you got to pay. So those are in play. You got Corey Seager at 51, Jorge Polanco at 49. No, but uh, Javi Baez at 46. Double donked last night. Maybe he's heating up. So there's your top-heavy options. You got uh, Tommy Edmund at 43. He's in play. Maybe Paul DeJong gets it going tonight. Maybe Matt Harvey wakes him up. DeJong had 15 points for you last night uh, after going pretty much over for a little while there. So maybe it's a good Young night at 4,100 against Matt Harvey. It, that might be your savings that you're going to find because there's not much there like you could go with Nico Goodrum versus Chatwood at 39. It's not the greatest play, but it's there. Cronenworth's somehow shortstop eligible now, so he's 35. Um, it gets pretty bleak. Willie Castro mentioned him at third base. He's 31. So not a lot to love here. So maybe DeYoung at 41 is your value, uh, him or Tommy Edmond. Otherwise, I'm just going to pay up for Story or Ari Anderson. That's where I'm at at shortstop tonight. Outfield position is going to be loaded, as always. you got Bets uh, Belly's on fire. Yaz is hitting everybody at 55 and never gets played. But like with Merrifield at 53, if you're stacking against Wayno, Merrifield's expensive, but very, very much in play for you this evening. So don't sleep on him. I love Eloy Jimenez at 4,900. I think he goes deep tonight. So uh, get get some Eloy in your life. Joey Gallo versus Lefty hits Lefties extremely well, 4,800 bucks. You got Franmill who crushes Lefties as well. He's 47 versus Rich Hill. It's tough to see Franmil that expensive, but a very strong spot there. If you're with us in targeting Kyle Gibson, Mark Hanna is a very interesting GPP play at 46. We'll go so no own, basically. Uh, Lou Bob's only 45. We're all aboard that train. If you're fading Bieber, um, you got Eddie Rosario at 42 and Max Kepler at 44. Both uh, decent savings if you want to get real weird and fade Shane Bieber. Going down cheaper, though, like Schwarber at 41 versus Turnbull is nice value. Jorge Soler at 41 with DPS, a good GPP play. Yeah, Winker and Hap and Aaron Hicks, all 4K, all very strong plays hitting towards the top of their respective lineups and very – I'd go um, probably Hap, Hicks, Winker in that order, but all very interesting plays in 4K. Uh, Robbie Grossman and Hunter Dozier, both 3,900. I like both of them quite a bit. Uh, Grossman's in a better matchup than Dozier, both strong plays. Nick Solak at 38 has got a little uh, viability there versus Manaya Hit righties uh, – hits lefties very, very well. So Solak is worth the look for you. At 38, and you got guys like Talkman at 36. If he's in the lineup versus uh, Ian Anderson, he brings you some value to the table. Jordan Luplow usually faces lefties and hits them well. He's 34 versus Rich Hill. Will Myers is only 34 versus uh, Marco Gonzalez. That was quite surprising. So keep an eye on that one. A uh, few others to take a peek at. Um, if you are fading Giulio, Gregory Blanco is only 33 in a GPP only, but he's there. Um, Stephen Piscotti went deep again last night. He's 32. He's quietly having a very good season. And his price tag stays extremely low, 17, 15, 0, 14 in his last four games. Uh, he's, um, so keep him in mind at 3,200. If you're stacking up the A's or just looking for some cheapies, he's in play for you. And then there'll be many, many more, but the other ones that stood out, Haggerty of Seattle's only 3K versus Paddock. Uh, if Leody Tavares is leaving off for Texas again, he's 3K. I'd probably rather go to Haggerty, but they're both there. Um, the other ones that I had circled earlier were uh, – where did he go? Dylan Carlson is 27 versus Matt Harvey. That's pretty nice, pretty, pretty nice. And then Jason Hayward, like if you want an uber punt, I'm not in love with Jason Hayward by any means, but he's 2400 bucks versus um, Turnbull tonight. So if you need a super cheapie, you're stacking Chicago, something along those lines, you can look at a Turnbull, that's for sure. So it's uh, not the greatest one there with Hayward, but it is an option. So recapping your pitching, the big boys have thought Bieber, Cole, Giolito. I think Giolito is a great pivot off the big two. It really is. And then on, on DraftKings, I prefer Bieber over Cole. On FanDuel, I prefer Cole over Bieber. That's the way I look at it there. I like Giolito, though, to save money on both sides. I think he's got the best matchup against Pittsburgh. So keep that in mind. Uh, when you're going down on DraftKings, Wainwright's very cash viable at 8400 A uh, few cheaper options. Uh, Herman Marquez, GPP and cash viable. Chris Paddock is GPP viable if you really need to. But I'd probably rather just pay up for Marquez 200 more in that matchup. Then I really don't like any punts. If you have to punt, you could look at a, a Marco Gonzalez if you wanted to, but I prefer not to punt, to be totally honest. If you're stacking up Chicago White Sox, very simple. Abreu, Anderson, Eloy. Then you got Lubob, you got Mancada. you got Madrigal. You got the entire line. Pick your poisons, but the big three is expensive, but that's what I'm loving there. Uh, you can game stack Texas and Oakland. You can just target Manaya. I love targeting Manaya. Gibson's not great either, so Oakland's bats can be very interesting there. I like Colorado versus Alex Young, especially Trevor Story. It's hard to game stack that one, but I like Trevor Story quite a bit. Uh, the Cardinals versus Harvey, it could be a DeJong Knight for some savings. Edmonds there. Colton Wong is only 33. I like that a lot. Dylan Carlson super cheap. So um, look at the Cardinals. They could be some very nice salary savings versus a Matt Harvey, which is very surprising. So the Cardinals will be probably popular in that regards, but could be very nice, especially in cash, a couple of those guys to save some money. Like Colton Wong should be locked into your second base spot in cash just for the salary savings alone in on DraftKings. So that's something to keep in mind there. The Yankees versus Ian Anderson uh, will, will be in play as always, but uh, lots of ways to go about it. Lots of ways but the White Sox for me. I know it's a broken record, but until they get slowed down, it's hard to, to, to not uh, stay in the way of that train. So enjoy it, get it in. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday. It's a fun 10-game slate. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at BD I'll be around to help you, or join us in the free Fantasy Sports DGEN Slack chat. Just give me your email there. Also, go check out rotoballer.com. Lots of great content over there. If you want to join the premium at Rotoballer, use promo code Bubba for 10% off there. They have a premium Slack chat. Awesome tools. Other articles to go check out there. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 25th edition. I'm out.